This is live, folks. Let me start that again. This is all live. And so, um, batteries die. We're going live. We're not doing pre-recording things. So I was watching some bloopers yesterday of people trying to be such perfectionists and that they were having to go, wait a second, stop. Let's start this over with. And um, no, we're live. And so you'll get to laugh along with us for any bloopers that happen. And so um, that's just fine. Um, so again, for those who, are, and I'll have to look at Corey. Corey, do we have our website with our YouTube channel or no? Not yet. She's going she's gonna to do something so that those who are watching by YouTube can sign up to get our, on, um, our bulletin email to you so that, or a um, announcement email to you so um, you can get that Easter announcement what we are going to be trying to do um, the only reason we haven't done it is we just looked at the forecast for next Sunday and it might be too cold for what we're trying to do the other thing I haven't asked Corey is Corey if we do what we're trying to do and could people still use their devices Go to Facebook Live, their phones, and hear the message over their phones. Yeah, so there's a good possibility of that. And I have to thank Sister Susie for playing the piano for us um, so we could worship. But Facebook right now, so we're checking into the rules so that we can have um, worship with you. But... Um, we just got done having a good time of worship. Those who are here, um, Corey's running our camera. Um, my dear wife is um, making sure all the technology is going out over there, especially for the podcast. And then one of our elders is here acting as our producer. So we're very limited. We're not, we're having, a, and we're all more than eight feet apart. Not six feet, but we're more than eight feet apart. So you don't have to worry about us being that close. Well, to, and we're going to be celebrating communion. So right now, while I'm doing all this, make sure that you've got your grape juice and your cracker. You just, any, it doesn't matter. It's saltine. If all you have is at home is Ritz, grab your Ritz. You might say, but pastor, I don't have grape juice. I wasn't paying attention when Corey sent me a notice about getting the grape juice and, and some crackers. All I have is Ritz. Well, grab your Ritz. And today, I'll let you use water if you don't have your grape juice, and just ask the Lord to turn the water into wine for you, and then everything will be fine, okay? Um, and so, all right, and um, that can work too, okay? And so, praise the Lord. But I got to tell you, so I am so, and I can imagine you are too, I am so sick of this thing, of all the, um, over in Minnesota where I live, we are under a stay-at-home, stay-in-place order from our governor there. Over here in North Dakota, we don't have that yet, and so um, we're okay, and our governor over here has just some guidelines for churches, no more than 10, and so we've just decided with our group, we got a lot of huggers. We thought it's just best to keep everybody home on Sunday morning, and we got more than 10 would come on Sunday morning anyway, but... Um, 
please, I, I'm, ti I, I'm, I'm tired of it just like you. I can imagine our small business owners in town, how hard this has been on you. Um, it's been hard on all of us here in church, but we know that with God's help, he has not deserted us. He is still with us, and he's still in our home. But this is the longest Passover night I've ever experienced. This is longer than what the disciples had to go through, the apostles went through, when they were up in the upper room waiting for the day of Pentecost, not knowing when the Holy Spirit would come. They only had to wait 10 days. And the other nice thing that they had, they had the whole church together in one place in the upper room. And so they were still able to pray together and eat together and fellowship together. But this thing, we're all sheltered in place to keep each other well. So continue to wash your hands. We can complain. That's what we do. We're in farming country. This is what we do. We complain we get too much rain or not enough rain, too much snow, or the snow didn't melt soon enough. It's just the way it is. Can't, you know, but pray for our farmers. Pray for our first responders. Pray for the nurses and the doctors. Pray for those who are not well. And remember... Um, all of our older folks, that the Lord would just keep them well, but continue to wash your hands, don't touch your face, and um, please, I know you're a bunch of huggers, but you know, you can give virtual hugs by doing this, okay? Don't squeeze each other, stay your six feet apart, and um, maybe we can short this, shorten this thing, and we can get the country back going, and more important, we can come and worship together because the Lord said, don't neglect the assembling of yourselves together. We Christians, we believers in Christ, we Christ followers are not meant to be this separated. He didn't create us that way. So praise the Lord. So um, here we go. Let's get into the Word of God. Again, Facebook, this is the Word of God. This is not fake news. This is not a conspiracy. This is the good news, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is where I get my information to preach this, this word. And so I'm just letting you know this is not fake news. This is the word of God. And so um, praise the Lord. Amen. Let us pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you and we praise you for this message today. I pray for everyone who is watching me um, at home over YouTube or Facebook Live or is um, listening to this on our podcast. Lord, I pray for everyone that hears my voice, that, Lord, you would touch them and bless them, that, Lord, you would help us all through this time, Lord, to feel not so distant, but to know, Lord Jesus, you dwell in our hearts, and then, Father, you gave us the blessed Holy Spirit as well, and, Lord, that we can commune with you daily by reading our word and going to the Lord in prayer. We thank you, Lord, that you will um, watch over our nurses and our doctors. And Lord, that you would help them. And Lord, for those who are not well, Lord, that you would heal them because there is healing in the atonement, Lord. Jesus, your blood, your precious blood was shed not only to wash away our sins, but to bring healing to our lives because by your stripes, the Bible says, we are healed. Again, Lord, we rebuke this Corona um, nineteen this corona 19 lord we ask you lord that you would kill it lord and and bring it to an end lord 
And again, we ask you to watch over all of our church folks, Lord, especially our older folks, Lord Jesus, that you keep them covered with your blood and put a hedge of protection around them. And Lord, keep them all well. We just praise you and we thank you, Lord, that the Holy Spirit will just touch us where we are in our homes or in our cars or if we're listening on the podcast while we're exercising, Lord, that you would just touch us by your Spirit today. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. I want to thank for all those folks who've been joining us every week. And um, we love to hear from you. You know, it'd be fun today. You know, it'd be fun today. If you take a picture of you and your family as you're watching this right now and post it there on our Facebook page, Corey would get the biggest kick to see how you are dressed while you are watching. Okay, um, and if you're wearing your jammies, that's okay. Wear your jammies, and uh, we love to see you um, how you are right now. Um, as you are, don't don't try. Don't even worry about doing your hair. And just put out a picture. We just love to see you, especially our new folks that we haven't met yet. We love to see you, so we can have a better. Um, a picture of you so that we can pray for you. You know, sometimes when you have a picture, it's easier to pray. Because I still have my prayer team. They get together practicing social distancing. They they stay a mile apart from each other. But um, they pray for you every Thursday night. And they um, they lift you up in prayer. So if you got a prayer request, just type it right there on the Facebook page there. Type it there. If you're on YouTube... Um, go ahead, go to our website, and then wapingtonnewlife.org, and send us an email. Let us know. Um, and uh, we got a wonderful prayer request the other day, and we prayed for, for the gentleman who called in, and uh, his phone number was from California. And so we know you're out there, and we want to be praying for you. Now, the Word of God says, even though we're distance apart and we're not together, we can still praise the Lord. Luke 19, 36 through 40 says, And as he went, many spread their clothes on the road. Then, as he was now drawing near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But he, Jesus, answered and said to them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. Oh, praise God. And by the way, happy Palm Sunday. Boy, this is um, a different atmosphere than that very first Palm Sunday. But you know what? At home, you could be praising God right now. Just lift up your hands and start praising him. Start saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, Lord, that you're protecting my family. Thank you, Lord, that um, you're taking care of our needs. Thank you, Lord. And then just tell him, 
If, you, if you're um, on furlough from your job, say, thank you, Lord, that you will provide for my needs. I thank you, Lord, that I can get that unemployment. Thank you, Lord. And then if you fall through the cracks, you can't have, just ask the Lord to help you and, and pray that your employer is able to get that small loan so he can keep you employed. But you know what? Worshiping should not just be on Sunday morning. We should be we should be everyday worshipers. This is the first thing you can need to do is pray because prayer is worship. To end this plague, we as believers, Christ followers, need to learn how to pray every day. The Lord is shaking the world system. I, I don't know if you've been noticing what in the world system is being affected by this virus and the things that have had to shut down that have become more important, especially to the people of God, and has been shut down by this virus, God is using, doing something here. He didn't cause the virus. Let me say that again. He did not cause the virus, but he says, I will work all things to good to them who love me. And the world is being shaken. But more than that, the church is being shaken. The Lord, the, our God is trying to wake the church out of its slumber. We've here, especially in North America, we, we've gotten so comfortable. We got rid of our hard wooden pews that, you know, my grandparents never complained about. And we replaced them with soft, cushioned chairs. And in our church, if um, we, I don't have multiple cameras, we could have showed you. We got not just chairs, but we got wider chairs so that we're really comfortable. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. That just means I get to preach longer. But I won't preach that long to you today, even though you're sitting in your lazy, lazy boy with your feet up drinking your coffee. and Enjoy that coffee, by the way. But we need to wake up out of our slumber. And so prayer is worship. Taking time to talk to the Father. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked way that I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. My friends, I know so many of you have heard that verse over and over again, but now during this time, if we want to see our land healed, we need to take that verse to heart. We need to take that verse and pray that verse. Ask the Lord to say, um, Lord, where do I need to humble myself? Lord, I, I believe I'm one of those people who are called by, my, by your name because Jesus is in my heart. Lord, I come before you. I get on my knees before you, Lord, and I just ask you, Lord, just, just show me where I need to be more humble in my life. And then be honest with the Lord. Am I really been seeking you as I should? Have I been seeking you the way that I should? And Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do better. I'm going to pray. I'm going to seek your face daily. And then it says here, turn from their wicked ways. Church, 
believers in Christ, we Christians aren't perfect. We need God's grace daily, don't we? <laughs> if it wasn't for the grace of God, he'd probably zap us all with lightning bolts half the time. Just, you know, he'd be giving us a spanking all the time because we're just like little children most of the time. But our God loves us so much and his grace and his love covers a multitude of sin and, and he loves us so much that he sent Jesus to die for us so that we can be saved. And, and he says here, if we would just turn... You know, the church used to be fast to repent. But we don't hear many messages about repentance. Don't, go, don't, don't tune me out because I've mentioned that word. Repentance does the body good. But repentance relieves um, that stress that you have. Here, I'll give you an example. Lord, I repent of being stressed out over this COVID-19 Lord, I repent of not trusting you more, that you're going to get us through this. You see, that's repentance. That's just saying, Lord, I rely on you. But then if we have something in our lives that we haven't dealt with, Lord, just forgive me of that thing. Remove it from my life. And I thank you for your grace because it's your grace that gets me through. I don't deserve your love. I don't deserve your forgiveness. But Lord, because of your grace, you forgive me and you love me and you care about me. We need to get back into reading our Bibles. Come on. We need, we need to start to study the word of God. Let's, so, you, you know, so many of us can't leave our, we're not supposed to leave our home. So why not take time to study this book? Take time to learn what's in it. Take time. You know why the, we're having problems in the church? It's because so many of us don't know what's in this book and we rely on somebody else to tell us. Don't just rely on me uh, or somebody else to tell you what the Word of God says. Get into it. Read it for yourself. Find out what God is speaking to your heart. Let God speak to you out of his Word. This, too, is worshiping the Lord. Going back to that verse that we just looked at, saying, Lord, I'm going to, praying that verse and saying, Lord, speak to me about my own life. How, again, how am I not being humble? How have I, Lord, I'm, just, that's how the Lord can speak to your heart. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God. The old King James says, Study to show yourself approved. And then it goes on in the New King James, A worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You see, this is, that verse is not just to pastors. That verse is to every one of us who's blood-bought, who's a Christ follower. We are all to know what thus saith the Lord. We are all to know so that we can share this wonderful word with others. But more than that, so God can speak to us, and he does that through his word daily if we just would read it. Here's another way that we should be everyday worshipers. I wish I could gather the whole church in today and have Corey come up here and lead us in some rousing anthems and into some beautiful worship songs like we did this morning and with all of us. But we can't do that right now. But you can put on praise music at your house. Come on. 
You can put on worship music and praise music in your car. And go ahead, sing along, even in your car. I mean, you could pull up to the stoplight there, one of those stoplights, and whop it in, and you could just be praising along and worshiping and singing and have everybody around you in the other cars going, what is that nut up to? But boy, she surely looks happy. I wish I was as happy as her or as happy as him. What do they have that I don't have? It's okay to... You worship, but, but if you're driving and you're, when those worship songs come along, please don't close your eyes. <laughs> please pay attention while you're driving, and, and, but do it at home. So many of you have satellite TV. There's, there's actually Christian stations on there that you can choose from to go to your liking, the kind of music you like to listen to to praise God to. There, there, there's even... I. I Corey would call it the oldie station on the <laughs> Southern Gospel music on there. I don't call it oldies. The Southern Gospel channel. It's good stuff. And so you can do that. And here we even have our Christian radio station as well. Or you can even go online and you could pull up the Christian radio station from Sioux Falls who does it awesome job or you could go and pull up um, the Christian radio station one of those Christian radio stations in Rapid City you'll be blessed you're not just limited to what's around here Psalm 156 says let everything that has breath praise the Lord again praise the Lord so we we, we don't have to just wait for Sundays or <clears throat> Thursday night or Wednesday night, we can praise the Lord every day. Just as those who praised the Lord Jesus Christ did on the first Palm Sunday, we as believers in Christ cannot remain silent. But Jesus answered and said to them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out, Believers in Christ, don't let a bunch of rocks do your job. You praise the Lord. I'll tell you what, if they had stayed silent, that would have been the first rock concert in history. All those rocks crying out right then and there. But I'll tell you what, they didn't, they didn't say hallelujah, they said hosanna. Hosanna means, Lord, save us. Lord, do a work in our life. Come on, let us worship the Lord because my friends Jesus is the rock of my and your salvation Psalm 62 7 and 8 says in God is my salvation and my glory the rock of my strength and my refuge is in God trust in him at all times you people Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Oh, I hope that verse just, those two verses just blessed you. He is our rock. He is our strength. He is our refuge. Trust in him. 
John eleven twenty five. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Oh, glory. I'm so glad I know the resurrection and the life. I'm so glad I know Jesus because I know him and he's in my heart. One day I too shall rise. Though I die, yet shall I live. And you can have that same promise too if you ask Jesus Christ into your heart and accept what he did for you on Mount Calvary. That's why we preach the message of the cross around here because we want you to know Jesus Christ as your personal savior and know the victory you can have in your life is by believing in him. John 14, 6 says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except, except through me. I know you've heard the last several years from the media, um, the panic-stricken media that we have in this country right now, that there's many roads to heaven. I'm telling you right now, Jesus says there's only one way, and, his, and that one way, is his name is Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. You cannot come to the Father unless you first have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior into your heart. You must become a blood-bought follower of Jesus Christ to be saved. You can't be born into the church. God doesn't have grandchildren. He only has children. You can't just be water baptized to get into the church. You must do something with Jesus Christ first. On the day of Pentecost, what did the people say? Peter, what shall we do? He said, first believe, and then he said, be baptized. That's the order it goes in. Believe, be baptized. Check it out. Acts chapter 2. Come on. Jesus wants to save your life from a life of sin and give you hope in him. Here, here I'll get. Uh, uh, build your life on Jesus Christ. He died for you so that you can have eternal life. He died for you so that you can have hope. Hebrews 6.19 says, This hope we have as an anchor of the soul. I love this. As an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast. Meaning it's not going to waver. Meaning it's not going it, it, it to, it can't fail. Both sure and steadfast and which enters the presence behind the veil. This Friday, this is Holy Week. This Friday, believers in Christ are going to be celebrating Good Friday. And when Jesus died on the cross, God the Father rent the veil in two in the temple from top to bottom, meaning that if you go come by way of the cross, come by way of Jesus Christ, you can come into the very presence of God. Before Jesus died on the cross, 
You had to go to the high priest. He had a sacrifice for you. And once a year, he would take that blood sacrifice into behind the veil and sprinkle it on the mercy seat of God so that your sins could be forgiven. But when Jesus died on the cross, he was one sacrifice, one finished sacrifice. We don't have to rely on sacrifices no longer. And God rent the veil in tune saying, now you can come directly into the throne room of my grace. You can come directly into my presence presence. You don't need to come through a man. You can come directly to me because of Jesus Christ, your great high priest who was willing to die for you. He's made a way for you and it is our hope. The anchor of our soul is Jesus Christ. And when we ask him into our hearts, we become children of the Almighty God. So the first Sunday of the month, we take communion. And so church, I'm making this part of my message today. Let us celebrate Christ Jesus together. Let us celebrate. For as often as we celebrate communion we do show the lord's death till he comes so there's two things we're celebrating that jesus died for us and two that he is our soon coming king and so to so now get a hold of those elements right now your grape juice and your cracker we use grape juice because in bible times Grape juice was also called wine as well. And uh, we have two wonderful AA groups that meet at our church. And we use grape juice. Not only do we believe that we don't need to be drinking fermented wine, but we also think that for our AA folks who we love dearly, um, they don't need any temptation. And so take the bread. Matthew 26, 26 through 29. Yeah, I know that we're usually over in 1 Corinthians. But I thought since we were doing this online together today, I wanted to use something that you would hear more. Become so real because we can't touch one another. But as you touch this bread, as you touch that cracker, just praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for him. Lord, we, we, we ask you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit to touch this portion of our time together, Lord. That you would bless this bread and bless this cup. That, Lord, for those who are not well in body, Lord, as they, they take part in this, that you would use this to, as a touch point to bring healing to their lives. Lord, for those who are feeling unsettled, that, Lord, you would bring peace to their lives. And, Lord, you would be their provider. And we thank you, Lord, that not only do you celebrate with us, but you also cry with us. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for us so that we could be saved. Verse 26 says, and as they were eating, Jesus took bread and he blessed it and he broke it. And he gave to the disciples and said, 
Take eat. This is my body. Go ahead. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We praise you, Lord, that you willingly gave of your life for us. Thank you. Verse 27 says, Then he took the cup, and he gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Go ahead. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <coughs> we glorify you, Lord. We praise you. Thank you, Jesus, that you shed your blood for us so that we could be saved and that your blood has washed away all of us who believe all of our sins. Lord, you took a sinful heart and made it white as snow. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that through the cross, by believing in you, Jesus, we now belong to you. Thank you, Lord, for saving us. And thank you again. You're going to get us through. In Jesus' name, Father. Amen. Jesus died for you. Oh, praise the Lord. Can, can I say, I'm going to get away from this for a second. For those who are believers in Christ, I believe God has made you for such a time as this. He has put us here. He knew we were going to go through this time. He has put us here for such a time as this. Take advantage of what God is doing with his church. Read your Bible. Pray. Find out what God is speaking to you to do. Because all of us as Christians, all of us as believers, we're here during this time. But Jesus died for you. This is the picture we get when we celebrate communion. Jesus was establishing the new covenant that is found in the message of the cross, the gospel message. The new covenant is greater than the old covenant. We as believers in Christ do not need to celebrate all the old covenant because Jesus established a greater covenant. That's why the church doesn't celebrate Passover like our Jewish friends do. And we love our Jewish friends. Don't get, don't get me wrong there. But we have been established in a new covenant in the blood of Jesus Christ. This what we just celebrated, this is our Passover feast with him because he saved us. So I know it's a big fad in the church lately that we need to do all things Old Testament style. And you know what? If you're doing it to please the Lord, 
I'm not going to complain about what you're doing. I'm just telling you. Paul said, Peter said, James said, he didn't put any of that, those things upon those who would believe in his church. Let us celebrate the new covenant. And then if we want to blow our horns, that's okay. All right? As long as we're living in the new covenant, because it's the new covenant that set us free from sin. It's the new covenant that brought us salvation. He poured out, Jesus poured out his blood on the cross so he can wash away your sins if you only believe. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this message. I thank you for the ones who are here to help me put this on so that we can do a good live broadcast. Thank you, Lord, for Corey and Loray and Judy, Lord, for, and Susie, Lord, for helping us with all that we are doing here to bless those at home. I thank you for those who've tuned in to watch today or listen by way of our podcast, that you would just bless them and keep them and help them through this time. I ask you, Lord, that you could shorten this, this plague, Lord, and that you could help the small business owners. We're, a lot of people have been praying for the nurses and the doctors, and we should, and those who are sick. But Lord, I also pray for the small business owners. This is a rough time on them as well. I thank you, Lord, that we can get this country back open again, Lord. But more than that, as the church gets back open but Lord, I believe the church hasn't shut down. We just have closed the building. We, we, we've just left the building, Lord. But Lord, as the church gets back into operation, Lord, help us not to go back to the same old, same old. But Lord, let, a, let this time be a time when, that, when the church comes back together, Lord, in worship. You'll bring such a great awakening and revival to this nation, Lord Jesus. And that the church will be more alive than ever before in Jesus' name. And for us here, we pray for our little corner of the world, for Wapiton and Breckenridge, Lord. That you would just keep the people here in your care and those who aren't saved, Lord. We will find a way to help them to know you. We praise you for this in Jesus' name. And then those who are at home, if you don't need, know Jesus Christ, I'm going to offer this every week that we are broadcasting. If you don't know Jesus, all you have to do is ask Jesus into your heart. Just pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. And Lord, be the Lord of my life. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. Thank you, Lord, that you didn't just die, but you rose again. And I thank you, Lord, Lord, that I now belong to you, and I'm your child. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for me. Amen. If you said that simple prayer, 
Welcome to the family of God. I want you to grab a hold of a Bible. Get a Bible. If you need to, just go to walmart.com, order a Bible, or to amazon.com, order a Bible. They'll ship it right to your house. You don't even have to try to get in and wait in line to get into the building. Get your Bible, and then go ahead right there on Facebook there. Just say, I gave my heart to Jesus. Just that simple. I gave my heart to because I want to pray for you. And then we also, if you like, we have a movie about Jesus Christ and a little book on discipleship to help you to understand how to live the life of a Christian. We would love to send you that book free of charge. The movie about the life of Christ is free. It's the Jesus movie. It's free of charge. We'd love to send that to you, especially at this time of Easter. And uh, we just want to say, if you prayed that prayer today, welcome to the family and we love you. For the rest of us, let the grace of God be real in your life. Pray, read your Bible, worship him, and walk in his grace. We'll get through this with the grace of God. Amen? Remember, we love you. And remember, more than that, remember that God loves you, and he loved you so much that he sent his only begotten son so that you can be saved. Thank you for joining us today, and um, we look forward to having you invite us into your homes again. So God bless you. Pastor Kufal, out. <laughs>